Welcome back to another thrilling, exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. I'm Peter Nicolaitis, and uh, joining me is my good friend and host of the Fresh Ubuntu podcast, Harlem. Harlem, how you doing? Good, good, Peter. Doing All right. Great. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, no problem. I heard you were talking about Iron Man, and, and since Iron Man <laughs> is coming out, uh, I wanted to participate as well. So That's awesome. Yes, as Harlem said, uh, by the time you're listening to this, today is the uh, the debut of the brand new Iron Man live action movie starring Robert Downey Jr. And I thought that it would be appropriate to just have a little chat about Iron Man. So uh for those of you uh, who are listening to HPR who are, you know, geeky enough to listen to it but not know who Iron Man is, shame on you. Oh. Um <laughs> now that I've got that out of the way though, uh we're going to take a little time and educate you uh, as to who and or what Iron Man is and why uh, why I like him so much. Iron Man has always been one of my favorite superheroes, and uh, I just thought he was really cool. Uh, he's, you know, really powerful. He's, um, you know, he's definitely one of the, I don't know if he's one of the most powerful, but he's rather powerful in uh, the Marvel Universe. It was a Marvel comic book, and uh, he was a founding member of the Avengers who are, uh, you know, what, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I think that's their, their tagline. But uh, Iron Man, uh, is, uh, his secret identity is uh, Anthony Edward Stark. He goes by Tony, Tony Stark, who is a multi-billionaire. And uh, he owns and operates this mega conglomerate corporation called Stark Enterprises. Right. So um, I've rambled on a little bit. When it, when it, oh, Stark Industries. Inter- yeah, Industries. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I've rambled a little bit about him. Why don't you just take over? Tell tell us a little bit about Iron Man, Harlem. Anything you like? Well, I, uh, what particularly drew me to Iron Man is that this guy is just a an ordinary guy. Uh-huh. He doesn't have any special powers. He's not you know ultra fast or or anything like that. He's just a smart guy, and on top of that, he's got some pretty good business sense. So um, that's what draws I think a lot of the folks is that they can. Um, they as ordinary people, and at least this is what I was thinking, is that technology can make us better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what that's what sort of drew me to this guy. So absolutely, um, I love the. I also love the way the, his uh, suit of armor has evolved from the very beginnings back yes. in the you know the, the very early days where it was just this big uh, dark uh, gray piece of of metal not very well Mm -hmm. form-fitting to what it is now a nicely designed um it it looks like a some really strange type of alloy and that can move with your skin and that kind of stuff so (laughs) um, i love the evolution of that that kind of thing but absolutely um, we, we, can I jump in for a second yes, there? Go, go um, his the Iron Man first appeared. Uh, he was created by like like so many other Marvel Comics characters, created by Stan Lee uh, in uh, in nineteen. Um, actually, I shouldn't say not just Stan Lee, but uh, also uh, Stan Lee, Larry Lieber, uh, and uh, artists by uh, Don Heck, and also with Jack Kirby. So they all uh, collaborated and made Iron Man in nineteen sixty three. So, you know, Iron Man's been around for 45 years now. <laughs> so a long time. Kind of interesting when you think about that. But and it's uh, about time that they made a movie of him, you know? I mean, absolutely. It's, you know, I, you keep hearing it about it, 
you know, I've I've heard that they were going to do an Iron Man movie ten years ago, and and I keep waiting and waiting and waiting, and I thought finally, yeah, we have finally done it. So anyway, just my two cents in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Go, continue where you were going. I just wanted to get that that origin little tidbit in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it for for years and years I've been waiting for you know a, a real good Iron Man uh, movie, and you you hear about it for years and years and years from Hollywood, um, and I'm hoping. This movie doesn't disappoint. Um, doesn't doesn't disappoint me. Yeah, you know, I'm, well, I've been disappointed by a lot of the uh, these franchise uh, superhero movies. Um, most notably, Batman. Hmm. Uh, the first one was pretty good. Yep. Uh, the, the very first one that with uh, Michael Keaton in 1989. Uh, right, and then afterwards, you know, those the rest of them just got worse and worse and worse. And absolutely. Then, uh, and not to get off topic here, but it's has since gotten much better with um, with uh, Christian Bale. Absolutely, but, I was uh, going to say I, the Batman Begins stuff, but but that's relevant though, because actually I was going to bring in Batman into this discussion. Oh, good, good. Because I think Batman and Iron Man actually have a lot of things in common, and yeah. uh, you know they both are well for for starters they're both you know multi billionaire. Uh, defense contractors, right? Uh, they both use technology to enhance themselves. Although Batman, you know, I guess to a lesser, he, he's dependent on technology, I think to a lesser degree, uh, you know, because he also, uh, epitomizes or represents like the epitome of human potential and, right. you know, like what, what a human can do. Whereas, you know, and they're both really, really smart. Um, I'm not sure. I forget. I've, I've seen a ranking somewhere, but I'm pretty sure they're both in like the top, you know, four or five in, as far as intelligence goes in, in their respective fictional universes, right. you know, on their worlds anyway. Um, you know, cause Batman is, you know, he's, he's, I've, he's definitely outsmarted Lex Luthor before, and he's generally the smartest in, you know, in DC universe. And, um, you know, Iron Man, I think, you know, he's on Tony Stark is in in league with Reed Richards and Dr. Doom and Marvel Comics side. So, um, but uh, but, you know, the thing is different is Iron Man, you know, he I think he utilizes the technology a lot more. I mean, he's he wears the thing, but he's also dependent on it. Um, I don't know if this is true in the current uh, scheme, because I, I admit I haven't been buying Iron, Iron Man comics for several years now, but uh, he originally created the armor to keep him alive, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and that, that's, go ahead. Yep, yeah. and that was the whole, I think that's how it all came about, is that um, he went over to, because of his, um, uh, well, you know, his job, he mm -hmm. went over to a, a, a place and he got kidnapped, apparently, and well, it was um, Vietnam, I think, originally, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was yeah. Vietnam. It was Vietnam originally because that was the the setting at the time they right. they uh, the original comic was in, you know, in the '60s, and uh, they wanted to play off of what was going on, which is kind of a neat little microcosm about about uh, comic books. Is that it's sort of a um, you know, it's a pop culture look at what's going on at the time, mm -hmm. and and uh, that's the kind of neat thing about comic books. Um, yeah. So um, they do. Yeah, it, anyway, it is, and I Go guess ahead. in the movie, then uh, what it, it starts out in is it Iraq or Afghanistan? I think it's Afghanistan. Afghanistan now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it updated again to be Afghanistan, right. which is uh, what it says in the wiki. Here. Yep. 
in Wikipedia. And a lot of the, uh, the, the factoids and facts that we're pulling out today were, um, were, were pulling out of uh, the Wikipedia article on Iron Man, which is pretty cool. So he, he's a multi-billionaire. We've established that. Right. And um, he uh, – so this, the movie is starting over – okay, so we're, it's the movie starting in Afghanistan. Uh, right. That's, that's something that they definitely – they do with comics a lot because, I mean, you know, right now, I guess it's just who wants to read about a superhero who was formed in Vietnam, right? That's just so passe. Right. So cliche they, even. Cliche, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So if, so they they um they do things like that to keep things fresh, right. and uh, I know like um, they did that with Magneto when they did the uh, the first X Men movie several years ago. Now, uh, he was a child in the concentration camps in World War Two, mm-hmm. but I guess I forget how old he was when they originally uh, introduced him in the comic book, I think, I don't remember if he was in, you know, like in his twenties or if he was, you know, or thirties or whatnot, but he was a lot older. So, you know, if they want to keep Magneto around, they're going to have to get rid of that whole thing. And unfortunately that's a, you know, a lot of ties into his, uh, his past and stuff. So I'd be curious. Um, I guess, you know, it's not, not so critical with Tony Stark. They can just take him out of one war and drop him into another so, you know, I guess that's a little to the, to the story of the writer's advantages. But, right. but uh, so what are some of the things that the Iron Man armor lets Iron Man do? Well, uh, fly, for one thing. Damn I think straight. That's probably the, 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 <laughs> the first and foremost thing that pops out of my head is that the guy can fly. And uh-huh. that's the, the coolest thing to me. And uh, other than, well, it's a suit of armor and it's strong and stuff and, and impenetrable. Um uh, the, the thing that stands out the most is that the the guy can fly, and that's kind of cool. Yep. I think that's of any superpower. I would I would think that flying would be probably one of the, my top two things that I would want to have. Yeah, it's up there. It's definitely <laughs> up there. Actually, I just remember I got a little bit off topic. I wanted to also say though that the Iron Man suit, you know, was designed to keep him alive because he was over in the war. It was originally in Vietnam. But uh, I forget exactly what happens, but he, you know, gets he's near an explosion and some shrapnel goes into his chest and starts like working its way to his heart. Right. Right. Exactly. That's what that's exactly what happens. Some shrapnel is in there. And then. um, uh, Oh, well, well, there's there's conflicting things that I'm thinking of. It's been a long time since I've read the origin, but um, apparently. He's got so long to to make this this uh, uh, pacemaker, I suppose you mm-hmm. can call it, and um, uh, or or a weapon, mm-hmm. and he chooses to to live and make a pacemaker, and uh, <laughs> and a uh, weapon, <laughs> and a weapon makes himself really. into the weapon. <laughs> That's right. So, but yeah, um, so yeah, he's got like you said. Uh, the first off, he can fly. He's in a big suit of armor. And that's another thing too is if you've never have you ever worn any sort of armor? I mean any sort like padding or anything like that? Oh, uh, like a like football padding, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, you, you think about it, it it's kind of cool. If you've never put on any sort of armor like, you know, for martial arts sparring or just, you know, mountain biking gear or football, it's kind of cool. Try it out sometime. It immediately, you know, you feel tougher. You know, you feel less vulnerable and like you can take more. I know I do it when I mountain bike. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if I go out with my padding on, I am a lot 
more comfortable, you know, with like the risks that I take mountain biking than I am without it, you know? Right. And let me add, the coolest thing, too, is the helmet, you mm-hmm. know? And it could be any old helmet. You know, football players wear the helmet. But mm-hmm. like my kids will see guys on motorcycles with these fancy helmets on <laughs> and and they will automatically think that those guys are superheroes, you know? <laughs> And uh, it's really, it's, it's pretty cool though. Yeah. Um, but you're right. You, you feel in, you know, almost invulnerable in one of those things. And, 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 and just imagine uh, what it would be like if you were wearing the Iron Man suit though. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it makes him pretty much invulnerable to, you know, unless he's dealing with some other super high tech villain or, you know, super powered, super, super powered villain. Iron Man's pretty darn tough. Yep. And, what a uh, bad dude. He's it. He is. He's super Bad. strong, right? The 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 power armor gives him super strength. That's right. Um, and he's his famous attack is the repulsor rays, you know, that shoot out of the uh, out of his gauntlets. Mm-hmm. And um, I get what it, I think the the chest beam though had a different name. Wasn't that like the unibeam? I think that was what it used to be called. But he has a another you know like laser type thing out of his chest also. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure about that. I thought it was about the same as the the pulse bolts. Uh, oh, pulse bolts! Pulse bolts. They, those came later. Pulse oh, bolts. Okay. Pulse bolts came around in the uh, the white and red armor, I believe. Oh, okay. And that was oh. right around the time when he was uh, after he had lost Stark Industries to Obadiah Stane, and you know Stane Industries it basically became. And uh, so he built the new armor. And that's one of the things you mentioned that, you know, it started out as this big, clunky. He basically looked like a walking potbelly stove. Right. That's how I think of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and, I agree, yeah. You know, and then um, somebody, uh, I, I, I read the early uh, Iron Man comics. And, um, you know, someone, I, I guess he was talking to his girlfriend or wife or whatever. And they said, oh, you know, you know, he, he's a good guy, but he looks so scary. And, you know, if he, if only he was like a shining knight. So he goes and he paints his armor gold. Right. <laughs> and, but it was a still stained, you know, giant. So he looked like a big giant yellow potbelly stove walking around. Right. <laughs> and then over time, you know, like you said, it slimmed down, you know, the, the armor got thinner and, uh, you know, nowadays he, he doesn't look much bigger, depending on like what, what timeline you're reading or what continuity it is. Uh, you know, sometimes the armor doesn't look much larger than a man at all. It looks like it's paper thin, you know? Right, exactly. But, um, he's gone through various incarnations and, uh, when he, uh, he basically added red to the, uh, the suit after a while. So he went from like, go, uh, Sorry, like, you know, steel, gray steel to gold to gold and red. Mm-hmm. And that was the color scheme that he stuck with for the longest time. And then I forget when it was, but uh, sometime uh, during the, the storyline involve, involving Obadiah Stane, who is the bad guy in the movie, the, the Iron Monger, mm-hmm. uh, he changed it and turned it to um, white and red. And added a bunch of new weapons at that time, and that's where the pulse bolts came in. So, you know, the repulsor rays are basically jacked up a notch or or two. And, uh, you know, he became even more powerful. And that was one of the interesting things. I think Iron Man represents an interesting uh, escalation, you know, in in power, in the power struggle between the villains and heroes. Uh And again, with Batman, you know, you sort of saw this when, um, when Bruce Wayne 
uh, had his back broken and uh, Azrael became Batman for a while in the Batman right. continuity. Right. Mm. Uh, he was so much more powerful, you know, just physical power because of the the armor that that guy wore. That um, you know, for the first few episodes or first first few issues, he's just walking around Gotham City cleaning house, you yeah. know, because nobody could lift a finger to him because he was just so much tougher. But then the bad guys started to get tougher too, you know. Right. Right. But uh, but anyway, so Iron Man, you know, got stronger and more powerful, and uh, he also evolved into a gray and white suit at one point called the War Machine. And then uh, I, I forget exactly what happened, but uh, he ended up giving that armor to his sidekick Jim Rhodes. And ah. you remember Rhodey? Yes, I do. Yeah. So Rhodey became War Machine, and I guess they had a falling out at one point. And, um, you know, he kept the armor and they split off and I, I forget who went where, but, uh, I think that, uh, he went and stayed with the West coast Avengers for a while. I, I don't remember the West coast Avengers period of Marvel comics was kind of a low point for me. So, <laughs> but, uh, but Jim Rhodes, um, you know, he was what he's Stark's pilot, chauffeur, bodyguard, confidant, yep. all yep. of those things. And uh, he oh, plays. Oh. He he's in the role in the um, in the movie as well, along with a couple of other uh, you know characters from the from the uh, the comics. So um, you know that that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Do you have anything else we we should talk about to you know give folks an idea of who Iron Man is? I think the the best thing yeah. is really to go see the movie and Absolutely. get again re get reacquainted with with uh Iron Man and the whole comic book universe. Um other than that, all I remember is that Tony Stark was kind of a jerk. I you know, I was, was just that, yes, and also you know, an alcoholic. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. You're yep. right. He was an was, alcoholic and a jerk. Yep, he and, was he was kind of a jerk. They, and the, the the comic was one of the you know, they did dive into that. They dealt a lot with substance abuse and alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And that was an interesting thing, especially like in the 70s and 80s and stuff where, um, you know, a lot of comics did that. Uh, well, not a lot, but but some did. They, you know, dived into real, you know, social issues at the time. Human human issues. Human. Exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. And and that's again, like you said, you know, underneath all that, you know, that golden yellow armor there. It's just a guy. Right. And, and that's perhaps that, that's what they were trying to go for. Mm -hmm. There's the, there's this outer <laughs> armor that we all have. You know, a mask, so to speak, but inside we're these human people with with uh, weaknesses and uh, character flaws and that kind of stuff. So, yep, per perhaps that's where the they wanted us to to look at the dichotomy of the uh, the human nature. You know, so well we could ask to get Stan all, Lee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I think we did a good little overview of Iron Man. Again, yeah. the ultimate uh, techie, um, you know, tech, tech ha hacker hero, in my opinion. So, yeah, uh, I agree. And if you haven't seen the trailers, they're out now. By the time you hear this episode, obviously, um, you know, the, the, the movie will be out now, too. Yep. Um, but um, I thought from, from the trailers that I've seen, they looked really good. Um, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is playing Tony Stark, and who's better to play an alcoholic than, you know, someone who's got substance abuse issues, right? That's so, right. You know, I think I think it's going to work out really well. I think so, too. I can't wait for the movie, and um, I, I know my kids can't. My uh, I got kids who already are begging me to see it, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll be out there. 
Well, Randy, uh, Randy Noseworthy, the nose uh, from Fresh Ubuntu, call in fame, and I will be uh, connecting sometime on Saturday to talk about the movie. So uh, I'll look for you, too, if you want to join in, and we can uh, you know, do a little roundtable discussion on it. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening Bye-bye. to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.